Okay. I don't remember. How long has it been since the last one? Like two weeks? Has it been two weeks now? Because we got back from the trip and then didn't record that week. And now this is the new week, right? So this is the second week? Oh, Jesus. Yes, I know we recorded we put out two the up. Destiny one. Yeah, because we, we I want to, yeah, did we end up recording the second episode or we just did the Destiny one? We just did the Destiny one. And then okay. we were going to and then we just kept pushing it off. So yes, we've been we've been pretty bad, guys. Sorry. Nah, that's fine. <laughs> we're good. We got lives. We got it worked out. We got a schedule. We're on. Yeah. We're on top of the ball. So how you been? I've been good. I've been doing it as far as like the the nausea and all that stuff. I've been doing a lot better. So. Yay. I really do. Uh, I have noticed at least recently. It's uh, it comes and goes. But I real I, I I'm noticing it uh it happens more with certain foods so it, it is tied to my eating. I was gonna say I haven't heard you talk much about it lately, so I I would have assumed that you're doing better. Yeah. So yeah, I need I I don't have a choice. I need to eat more boring. <laughs> <laughs> more boring and make it more fun. Well. But my, my, I have to find new fun. There's the there's the rephrasing. I need to find new fun because I like fatty foods. I like That's saucy fair. foods. I like spicy foods. All shit that is going to kill me one of these days. Mm-hmm. Man, I've got other cookbooks that I can share shit with you and help you out there. I've got so <laughs> much stuff. <laughs> and and I'll have to show you, uh, lend you a book, my copy of the uh, Wookie Cookies. Yes. That'll be fun. <laughs> Make some of those. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and, uh, I almost want to not ask, but I'm going to ask anyway because I think I know the answer. But what you playing lately? Destiny. I was going to say, don't look at me like that. <laughs> 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 Is that literally it, though? No, it's playing the slime game, but it, it's more it's more the same, basically. Set it up. What's with the look? <laughs> Always that fucking slime game. It's easy. It passes the time when I want want my a short attention span to pass time. Get your dopamine fix and keep going. Uh huh. Anything it, to make me feel alive. <laughs> hey, it's better than me um us going all out in freaking destiny, and my hands all of a sudden start freaking my carpal tunnel starts flaring up in the middle of the freaking okay. game. We'll talk about that in a little bit because I want to go over that with you too, just to get your take on it. Because that was uh, that was a lot more difficult than it needed to be, and I don't know why. I'm, yeah. I'm going to blame partially on myself because I was not my hunter. I was more warlock. So once I turned to the hunter, it was a lot easier. <laughs> I could actually survive. I was too squishy. Um, well, <laughs> well, let's just it. put it this way. I can't wait. I, I, let's just put it this way. I can't wait till Thursday or Friday. You ready I to have do a it all over again. Except I will probably be better. I will tell, and I will okay. explain more later. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm a little concerned, but we'll see what happens. I hope okay. to not be. <laughs> so no more Disney, no more Dreamlight. I uh, once I completed the Star Path, I haven't been playing it. Even uh, just Isn't because a new update's coming soon, right? Right. Um, I don't remember what they said. What the hell? 
Like, they've said snippets of stuff that's supposed to be coming out, but I don't exactly remember, like, major update stuff. The main things I keep seeing from them are just tweets about Twitch drops. Not really, like, what the next update is or anything. But uh, I, I kept seeing rumors about Rapunzel was a possible character that's going to show up. That would no, be interesting. No guarantees, just it was a rumor. Oh, it's going to piss my wife off, though, because she's she's been waiting for freaking Belle to show up. Oh, they don't have any Beauty and the Beast characters, do they? Not they yet. do not. And seeing as Belle was the the main character shown on the screen, on the Dreamlight cover, right? Yeah, because what Stitch was up there, uh, Belle was front and center, uh, Buzz was on the roof of the house to the left, and mm. all those guys eventually made it, but not Belle yet. Good Pretty. point. You really looking it up? Yeah, because they're okay. saying. Uh... Uh, they're supposedly teasing major new features in Update 5. Uh-huh. Like, I know they're bringing umbrellas and um, you get oh, to yeah. design so your you own can, beds. And you can travel like uh, Mary Poppins with the umbrella or whatever. I know I joked about uh, joked about that, but did they actually... Uh, I thought I saw something about it, too. Maybe it was just another, like, uh, doctored picture. <laughs> I still haven't figured out the whole sliding thing. Callie showed me once, but it's a waste of energy, in my opinion. I was gonna say it doesn't seem like you something you want to do. Yeah, because it's it's the whole purpose of the slide, the slide dash is basically, you know how when you eat food, uh, cooked foods, it bring uh, you if you go past the blue bar, it fills it up with a yellow bar. Mm-hmm. It uses like yellow bar. Stamina. Yeah, it uses yellow bar energy for you to basically surf Dreamlight. Which at that point cool, I think is cool, man. It, it's cool <laughs> to try at the beginning, but it's it's a waste of resources in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's cool but to then see again, it once, I'm... and then after that you're done. Yeah, basically, especially where I could use that energy for like mass farming and stuff like that. Fair. Magic touch tool. You want to know what I've been playing? What have you been playing? You already know. If anyone who listens to the podcast listens, then uh, they already know, too. <laughs> so I'll how you, was it? I was going to say, I'll give you one guess. Say it. I want to hear it. Is it Zelda? <gasps> Maybe. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. Going into it, I, I honestly thought that it was just going to be like, let's take Breath of the Wild, add a couple things to it, and put it in the same world with a new story, but... Dude, mm-hmm. there is so much to that game. <laughs> I don't know how they did it from like a technical standpoint. Mm-hmm. Everything works. They they polish it to where there's like I haven't encountered any kind of bugs. There's only been like frame rate slowdowns in the game, and that's when you're using the uh, like the ultra hand infuse abilities a lot. Beyond mm-hmm. that, the game runs and works great. It's ridiculous how well that game is made. So five years well worth it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is very good. So who the hell's the wet noodle that wrote that article? <laughs> you didn't read it? I read it. That's why I'm asking who the freaking red, wet noodle is. I, I thought their name was at the top. I, I'm not going to say out them because then I don't want people to go and complain to them about it. But <sighs> Okay, do you really want to? Hang on. Step back. 
We're already getting into a topic, and we haven't even introduced the show. Let's just let's <laughs> let's let's pick a spot to start, <laughs> and then we'll get going. That's an interesting spot to pick up on to it, like at the beginning. Like, <laughs> who's the asshole who gave it a six out of ten? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you are listening to the Ramble Pack Podcast, episode thirty, and I'm Adam, and I'm Mike, and I'm pissed off. I want to know who are the wet really? noodle is. <laughs> but there's a reason for it. Like, Why uh, like are you I fucking can understand. Call a wet noodle, though. Of all things, it's just like not this asshole or this person or this gentleman. It's like no, this wet noodle. Why a noodle? Because I, I I've realized my son has been picking up a lot of what I've been saying, and oh, I need to bad boy. I need to cool it because he's going to get mm. himself into trouble. Like I joke around with him and uh, him and Callie all the time. You know how like they like to be goofy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'll call them both boobs. Uh oh. Well, the other day Callie went to go pick him up at school, and he called one of his friends a boob because he was nice being job. slow. Uh huh. I'm like, no, you you can't do that. Amelia's been doing two things similarly before we get back on the games. You watch Bluey. Yeah. You know things Bluey says. Oh, absolutely. Okay. All weekend, a couple weekends ago, Amelia would not refer to me as daddy or my name or anything like that. Dude? No, uh, no that's been after that. She goes, <laughs> come. Lately, when she wants to talk to us, she'll go, come on, dude, I just want to do this. Or let's go, dude, I want to go do that. I'm like... Stop with the do thing. <laughs> but because of fucking Bluey, the one weekend, all we this is the weekend that Megan was gone when she went to Disney. Amelia uh-huh. could call me Big Fella. Because <laughs> <laughs> Bluey did a tour day. She's like, hey, Big Fella, what a blad. And so Amelia's just doing it to me. I didn't pay any attention to it. She's just like, hey, Big Fella, can we do this? Or thanks, Big Fella. I'm like, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Whatever, kid. <laughs> I'll take it. It's cute. Could be worse. Yeah. Could be fuckface. True. <laughs> my my son calls me a sleep and when he wants to once he when he wants to make fun of me, he calls me a sleepy sea snail. That's cute though. That's a very endearing nickname. Until Could he realized that but he's trying to be mean. That's the thing. Oh, he's not trying to be nice and being cute about it. He's just like, no, I'm going to get you. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> usually when he says it is when, I, uh, when, he's, when I'm trying to be lazy and don't want to do something. Or if he's trying to side with his mom because she's, try- she's trying to do, uh, be snarky with me. Does he know yeah. that she takes pictures of you while you're sleeping on the couch? I'm sure. <laughs> She's going to get him in on it soon. Oh, Jesus. All right. You want to know about the person? I'm not going to say their name, but they wrote for Gfinity. Uh, okay. Well, no. The, the, the point the point what I was trying to get was, like, who is this person to be that much of a wet noodle about it? I'm reading it, and all I'm hearing is gripe, 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 gripe. Not a damn fu- nice thing about it. Well... <laughs> I want to say this is where I would say personal preference, but, um, and I also get Kotaku's reason for this, but, um, I forget who wrote the article for them too, but they, 
called attention to the 6 out of 10 review and was saying, I think even in the title of their article, was like, it's good that there's a 6 out of 10 for the game. And like, sure, I get the sentiment behind that, but if you're giving it a negative review just for the sake of giving it a negative review, it doesn't really yeah. help anybody. It doesn't help anyone make an informed decision. Right, exactly. If if you have a bad, if you have a, a actual bad opinion about the game, then say it. But if you're just doing it just for the sake of doing it, then I'm highly biased too, so I can't really say much about it because I'm just gonna praise it. But I will point out like when things are wrong. It sucks that it's locked at 30 frames per second and it dips to like 20 or 15 when you're like in high intense areas or you're fiz fusing a lot of shit together. But the game is solid. It's fun. It's got a decent story from what I've, I'm gathering so far from it. And you also you also have to remember, you guys are playing on a freaking Switch. We're playing on 10-year-old hardware. And I'm talking about the internals. I yeah. mean, I am at least. I haven't bought the OLED model or anything like that. So the fact that they got this game with the, as ridiculous as the physics engine is and everything that's going on at once... And it runs like a dream with no problems or hiccups or crashes is a testament to the team that built the game. Right. I think it was just maybe they had an axe to grind. Maybe they were just like, they really felt like that. That's just what they wanted to say. I don't know. If anyone's interested, we can link it. You can read for yourself or just type in Tears of the Kingdom 6 out of 10 review. It's probably going to be the first thing that comes up. It's worth and reading. Rate. It is. I would say just to get like the contrarian point, see it from the other side. It's a good read, especially if you want if you're going to a rage room right right after. There you go. It's also frustrating to read, <laughs> <laughs> but again, I'm biased. I love Legend of Zelda. But the, but that's my point. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a. Don't get me wrong. I like Link and all that stuff. I won't go at him. Uh, I pro I'll probably. If somebody offered it to me, or it's available, I'll play play a Legend of Zelda game. But I'm, I'm gonna probably not going to do it. I'm probably not going to sit there and do it start do one start to finish on my own, or in like or correction, I might do it broke and broken up type of okay. thing piecemeal. But I won't be like, okay, I need to finish this game type of thing. Is this based on past experience with it, or is this just your perceive or your perception on it? My past experience, just because, like, the granted, I've other than Game Boy, I really never had Nintendo systems. Mm -hmm. So um, my experience with uh, the Legend of Zelda games was through like my friends' systems, which I would play when we're sleep when I sleep over their houses and stuff like that. But outside of that, I had no. It was a fun game, don't get me wrong, but I had no particular interest in going out of my way to get a Nintendo console. Okay, one of these weekends we're going to find some time to sit down and we're going to go through some of the big games and you're going to try them. Okay. We're going to see what sticks and what you like and what you don't like. Works for me. And then, uh, but yeah, back to what I was saying. was but the, My point being, even though you're biased, I'm not. And that article pissed me off. True, fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair well you can't win them all true uh, although I would say Nintendo tried really hard with this game <laughs> and it shows the 
it's ridiculous to put out something just because you want to put out a hit piece, but at the same time, we need both sides of the coin. Yeah. But the game, if, if there was any doubt or anything, it's been getting great reviews. Sold out a lot of places. Not literally sold out, but selling like crazy. 10 million copies in three days. Did you take a look at that uh, chart that Paul Tassie did? Oh, yeah. That that was nuts. When you put that into perspective, it's like, that is ridiculous. And I, th- and I thought um, uh, the interest in... Per- perfect example is Scarlet and Violet. People's interest in, the- in those games. Granted, it didn't turn out very well. But the amount of interest and hype up until I, that I game... I believe that those numbers are also worldwide. And Pokemon is fucking massive in Japan. So, like... Yeah. I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and say at least thirty percent of that alone is Japan. Yeah. So. And and, and the numbers we'll, that they're giving is the combined sales between both versions of the game, not just this is one one version of the game. This is the amount of copies. No, it's right. both of them combined. Mm-hmm. And just for perspective, he wrote out like some of the comparisons for other AAA games that were that sold really well. It took Cyberpunk 21 days, even with all the problems and stuff, to sell 13.7 million copies. GTA V was a huge game when it came out, and it was like fighting with Call of Duty at the time to see who sold the most. Mm. It took, uh, where is it? It said and it, it made $800 million worth of copy sales on its first day. That's a weird way to put that. And a billion dollars in three days. Mm-hmm. doesn't really say how many copies because that's also like that was a previous version or the previous console life that that game started on and then it moved on to the new generation yeah uh call of duty modern warfare why does he put them like this let's do this one hogwarts legacy sold 12 million copies in two weeks in three days alone legend of zelda has sold 10 million and it's not done right it was number seven most or top most selling in japan and number two in the uk their second most sold game. That's what I'm trying to say. So, it's massive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Move over, Mario! I also read today that um, there was an interview that Eiji Aonuma, who was the game director for Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, yeah. he said that when they announced the um, that they were pushing the date back, the mm-hmm. game was basically done at that point. The time that they spent from when he announced that they were pushing it to now was just smoothing out the wrinkles of the game, making sure that it ran with no problems and doing bug fixes. They spent... A, they, that, that's another thing that speaks to their like philosophy on game design. They took a year, at least, to smooth out everything and make sure the gameplay was as good as it could be. Right. If the last year has shown anything, wonkiness of a game makes up big freaking difference I mean, we talked about it recently too just the last handful of pc ports and games that came out to pc were janky and buggy or had a lot of problems and crashes yeah you buy a game if it i don't give a shit how pretty it is if i can't play it i don't want it sorry it doesn't matter if it's pretty either if it can't load the textures right so good job perfect example of <laughs> Good games being a, being even better from taking your time with things. And they could still be profitable. 
dude. Oh, and shit. this is one of their first games that they are selling at seventy dollars to instead of sixty. Oh damn. Mm. Now so your opinion, you... is it worth it? <laughs> My opinion, I think I I think you gathered that when I talked about it earlier. <laughs> I think this is a good example of a seventy dollar game. As odd as that might sound. Because mm-hmm. there's still a lot of pushback for $70 games. I like this question. I'm glad you asked it, too. Because I didn't even think about that. Um, like Even if I just compared it to the games that have come out on other consoles that are 70 bucks, this game is so meaty and well put together. And just mm. the sheer amount of stuff that you can do and time to play it, it's absolutely right. worth 70 bucks. Now, other games that have come out recently that I've played that were 70 and stuff, I, I wouldn't say so. Because it's it's not the same level of quality. Right. Sure, I like the story or like the gameplay is cool, but like the quality and the amount of effort and time and stuff put into it just is to me it's not the same. Yeah. But also, I'm carrying a huge bias because it's Legend of Zelda. But there's yeah. definitely a disparity between Legend of Zelda and so many of your Xbox games. True, but in, in this particular in this particular case, the bias works or drives to the point of is it worth spending the money? Because case in point is what you were saying. They took an extra year to smooth things out. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're putting their money where their mouth where the mouth is. They're gonna make you spend more money. They're gonna make sure they deliver a quality product, and, and instead sure of saying. It was worth it. Right. Instead of saying, nope, it's fine as is. Let's send it out. If there's any bugs, we'll fix it with a patch. Or well, I'm sure... continue fixing it. <laughs> right. Even after release, yeah. No, it, it, it's definitely worth the 70 bucks. They they, uh, they definitely put the effort in to make it worth it. Now I'm wondering what other games are going to look like going forward because this also set a pretty high bar. Challenge accepted. I mean, Sure. Nintendo, they do like to swing for the fences and try things. I just, I don't know what it's going to look like because Breath of the Wild was like a big departure from a typical Legend of Zelda game. Like there was mm-hmm. a kind of a flow to them. And this one kind of threw that all out the window. It was like, do whatever. You want to go beat the game? As soon as you start, go for it. You want to explore? You can do that too. Um, and then, of course, they somehow followed it up with Tears of the Kingdom and made that worth 70 bucks. Mm-hmm typical like they're gonna um they're also going to judge games on a case-by-case basis they said to whether they're going to increase the price or not Mm -hmm. Um, i imagine that that's going to mainly apply to their best-selling triple-a titles like mario and stuff right with how much there was alone in super mario odyssey uh i I don't know how they can change up the Mario formula and make it worth that effort as well. Like that game would have to be huge without having to constantly collect stars or moons and then do it again after you beat the game because new stuff unlocked. Oh, and then there's another level that you unlock for getting all the other ones and stuff like that. It's just busy work. Right. I thought the, the whole moving between planets or worlds for odyssey was cool because it changed different mm-hmm. things and ways you can do stuff and what you interacted with yeah um, if they could expand on that i think then it would be like worth 70 bucks for sure because it would be huge like 
the game itself would be huge if they somehow could capitalize on that. Right. What we'll do you think wait. about seventy dollars games now? <laughs> if they do, if they from the way you explain the way um, Tears of the Kingdom is, if companies take their time and do it the way they that uh, Nintendo did with them, fine. I, I I can see the justification for it. But to uh, but if you're gonna slap a seventy dollars price tag on it, you there best not be any jankiness whatsoever. Uh, that's that's what I'm going to say. Where I'm just not going to buy the games if anymore. people start viewing it as like something like that and then using Nintendo as the... Um, what am I trying to say here? If they're going to use Nintendo as the bar, basically, comparing other games to Tears of the Kingdom and its release, mm-hmm. then Nintendo definitely set a high bar, and it's going to be fun to see other devs trying to like meet that. Because that's got to light a fire under, light a fire under their ass about how the games are going to come out, especially with um, Phil Spencer's recent interview that he did on a another podcast called the Kind of Funny Podcast, where he did not hold back on saying, "Yeah, I'm disappointed with how the how Xbox games are coming out this year, or like our release dates are being pushed back, and just how things are generally going." And he yeah. he spoke to what he wants to see do better what he's going to do to try to help these studios do better and what the future is going to look like kind of to the extent that he could Mm -hmm. so he's definitely on the train of it's got to be it's got to meet quality considering what happened with red pole when it came out yeah um but he wants to make sure that it's done right as well and he's taking full responsibility for how things are good and they should because we've been we've been taking ever since uh, the ability for developers to do patches and stuff like that has come out. I mean, that's a good that's a good thing that they were able to do that, especially because remember back in the day with cartridges, if a game shipped with a great game breaking bug or anything that happened, right. they would have to recall those and ship all new ones out, which cost millions of dollars. Which now I, you just which push I, a patch out and it fixes it. Which I get. But at the same time, that also pu- that also puts strain and quality control on systems where, hey, we get, we have one shot to do this. Let's make sure this is right. Nintendo Nintendo showed that it can be done right. I think that's kind we, of where the whole Nintendo seal of approval or seal of quality came from back in the day. You remember seeing that? Oh, absolutely. And. And games should be going back to that, to be honest. None of the none of this crap that hey, well we screwed up, but we'll fix it on the other. No, we're we're I'm, paying I'm you money going to do it. To defend a lot of studios and say game development is hard, it is very very hard. I'm, and, I and it I don't gets even harder with the amount of employees that you add into the thing too, because you got so many different groups basically that have to talk and head in the right direction which is probably dis- where a lot of these bugs come from sorry no 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 that's fine i don't disagree with that this is i'm not putting any blame on the uh, on the actual teams working on this yeah I i'm putting so. i'm putting the i'm putting the blames on the studios for trying to rush them it it, it is unnecessary i i understand there are deadlines that need to be met and i understand that there's profitability but at the same time when when is enough is going to be enough? 
I'm also trying to understand why certain games take like certain games take longer than others to develop. Sure, and I'm sure that it's all dependent on the systems that they're using and like team comprehension and if there's turnover or if they got they're hiring a new team for it. But it's like we went from having two to four years max, maybe maybe even five for triple a titles and now we're six seven ten years for development depending on the game mm-hmm. like gta 6 has been in development for six six years something like that six or seven but that's gta 2 gta 5 was in development forever but i i honestly I mean, think they're just holding off Halo gta 6 because they're still making major money on five so <laughs> yeah but halo infinite's a good um a good example too because that was well, that changed teams developing it and bringing people in to help write the ship and stuff, but that still took a long-ass fucking time, too. Right. I just don't know what... Maybe it's the new hardware, is my guess. Um, but I just don't know where we went wrong with technology that things take twice as long. Besides, I... besides it being a graphical thing, because that's seems to be like what a lot of games push these days is look how realistic we can make it and in my opinion it should be like gameplay over graphics first and then tweak it i also think i also think it has to do with with these companies uh, spreading the teams out thin and i haven't done this in a while so don't give me shit kingdom hearts 3 perfect example (laughs) okay uh yeah Kingdom Hearts 3 was on basically development hell, along with freaking uh, Final Fantasy 13 Versus. Now, now we now have it is dubbed as Final Fantasy 15 because it was the same teams that were assigned to it. Till eventually, the company was like, "All right, enough is enough." <laughs> the, t- the the main team is going to be working on 13 Versus, aka Final Fantasy 15. And this is going to be the new uh, the new team for Kingdom Hearts three. All those years in development hell, because they're tr- they're they're bouncing back and forth between in between them. And then not only that, they switched engines mid process. Yeah, because then once you do that, you have to have your whole team learn that new engine. Not right. everything always translates one to one, especially exactly. if you're going from one engine to a totally different one. Yeah, because they were they were uh, prior uh, prior to the Unreal Engine, they were using their own in-house engine. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> yay! <laughs> <laughs> I th- I think more. In my opinion, again, I, I don't know. I know don't know the gaming business as far as logistics and stuff like that. My opinion is keep. If you're going to have a team work on a game, have them work on specifically that game. Start to finish. That way they don't well, have to... To f- be fair, from from what I do know through like research and watching things and just doing stuff on my own, that's usually what they do. Some studios could have like two different teams for two different games, and like they'll roll off one game if it's almost done onto the other one to work on it, or... Mm. You know, if they have to bring in additional hands from one game, they'll do it. But generally, let's say a studio of like thirty people. Yeah. Maybe they're making two games. They could have like I don't know, depending on how many people for each position. Let's say twenty people working on one that they're more 
they want to focus most of their effort on, and then the other ten are getting the other one rolling. Yeah. And then as completion is nearing for the big one, they'll have people roll off that one and start helping on the other one to get that one moving along further. Okay. So it's kind of like it, they're always rolling from project to project and trying to keep things moving and stay on task. Right. Which uh, that I can that I can understand. Um, because that sort of plays into what I was talking about, where you have like the main team work on this project, and then they stay on task until they're no longer needed, and then they move on. Mm-hmm. Whereas the the situation I was talking about, they had them working on those two projects at the same exact time, to the point that Tetsuya Nomura was the director for both of those projects, and they were split. And he was, um, he's one, and don't get me wrong, he has a phenomenal freaking mind, but he's so nitpicky and detail oriented that he micromanaged everything mm-hmm. to a point where the company had to stand in and say, okay, no, you're no longer working on this project. I want you to focus <laughs> on this. Which is also kind of odd because, uh, it was, um, Square had a say in some of that development too, right? Right, but they gave so him. So why a... would they allow him to do both at the same time? Why not say you need to hire another director? Because at that time, Tetsuya Nomura was one of their, uh, well, still is uh, one of their one of their best directors, mm-hmm. and they thought he could handle it because it was all their hit games were basically Final Fantasy VII. That was his baby. Granted, he wasn't the director of that at that time, but that was his baby. The Kingdom Hearts series, his baby. Um, I'm trying to remember which Final Fantasy, which Final Fantasy game he uh, he was recently the director for. Um, and that was a good that was a good game. So they thought he could handle it, but his ideas were very very ambitious and a lot. So they they had to step in and do that. It's just interesting that they wouldn't have hired a director before then. And it was just like, yeah, you can do both. It's fine. You got it. Right. It's definitely a job for two different people. So that way he could focus on whichever one he wanted to and make sure it was fine. But then again, I don't know what corporate politics are looking like at Square and Sony. So this is very true. Speaking of Sony, are you looking forward to the <laughs> showcase on Wednesday? It is going to be very interesting. I don't know what they're going to show, but... I have ideas and guesses, which I've shared with you. <laughs> which rolls neatly into the next thing that we could talk about, too. I expect <laughs> them to show Mortal Kombat gameplay, if not a story trailer. Because mm. why? Because it's a reboot! <laughs> I was going to say because they just put out a trailer the other day, but yeah. That's too. Uh, <laughs> Do you follow the Mortal Kombat story at all or anything? I did not. I was basically the button masher of that time. So for the last Mortal Kombat that came out, Liu Kang actually, he has now taken Raiden's place and Kronika, which was like the person who controlled time's place. So he's Mm -hmm. a god with Raiden's powers, basically, and rebooted the entire universe. Okay. So... That's why this one is doing that, but it's his version of what he, I guess, wanted the timeline to look like. He shaped okay. it how he wanted, so now 
that's how we got Mortal Kombat 1. Dun, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very gory. And sexy. He's beautiful. Fair. Yes, the game looks really good, but holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good. It's going to be fun. At least the gore is believable to a degree, though. Yeah, but they try to make it over the top because, um, oh man, I listen to too many like documentaries and stuff about this shit. But like the the people who worked on those games would have to, you know, artists use visual references for things. So of course you want to get as close to it as you can sometimes. Uh huh. So <laughs> they intentionally go kind of over the top with it and act insane, like ripping people's spines out and stuff like that, or playing jump rope with their spine and shit. Just. That way, it takes the edge off of the seriousness of the nature and the mortality of it. Because <laughs> can you imagine, like, looking at this stuff and having to recreate it and make it as realistic as possible? That would have to wear on you. Yeah, I could. I, I could see have needing the therapist at that point. Yeah, <laughs> I could see needing a therapist now. But hi, I see one, and it works. It's nice. <laughs> I recommend everybody try to see a therapist if you can. I I tried. Didn't work so much for me, but not Then it everybody. wasn't the right therapist for you. Mm-mm. I'd feel you better in the moment. I'm not a therapist for you, but you talk to me. Yeah. This is true. It works. Yes, it does. Yay. All right, you take a guess. What do you think is going to be at the showcase on Wednesday? <laughs> I really have no idea. Uh, what the hell? Are Pie we in the sky. Thinking? Huh? Pie in the sky. What's your idea? Uh, oh, uh, they got to they got to be showing something about the uh, Final Fantasy 16. Yes, because I told you earlier, people are playing a demo of it, and I think they're if they haven't, they will be sharing like their thoughts and stuff soon. Like, it's probably one of their media pushes where they're like, "You guys can play this game, you write your articles, and then on this day you can mm-hmm. put it out." So, I keep seeing more stuff about that game. It's due to release in June, I think. So, it we got to be hearing about something. Maybe another story trailer. Right. And as f- you know what? Before I say this, I'm going to look it up because if I'm not mistaken, the Ratchet and Clank game that they showed off a long time ago still hasn't come out. But something very tells me that might why. be wrong. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Uh, a game being developed. Launch trailer. Did it come out? Somebody tell me. It looks like it did. Where was I? Wow. How okay. Did, when? Did, how did we miss it? It came out two years ago. In June. Excuse, uh, excuse I know, me. right? I, I remember them talking about it and showing it, and I didn't hear anything about it coming out. Well, damn. All right, well, they're not going to be showing anything about Ratchet and Clank. (laughs) (laughs) So all we... Oh, 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 oh. Just for you. Kingdom Hearts DLC, right? Excuse me? Wasn't there supposed to be, like, Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC that never came out? Not that I'm aware of. How have I not heard of this? No, no, no. I don't know if there is. I thought that there was that was supposed to come out before and nothing came out. Uh, Because I know... Shit. I want to say all the DLC that's come out, I've well, gotten already. 
I'm going to call it, they're going to remaster Kingdom Hearts 3 for the new gen, or the next gen. Make it look pretty. Well, it does me no good. <laughs> yeah, true. Sorry. <laughs> That's just my guess. I don't know what else they could do. But I am going to have... Uh, it would make sense. Uh, I don't see... I don't doubt them doing that once it gets closer to the release of 4. Oh, I just had another idea. Ah. God of War DLC. Yeah. Because Ragnarok came out not too long ago. Mm-hmm. It's been some time. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, I tried I'm trying to, to think of the studios they acquired, too. Let's see if they... Oh might have anything that they could be putting out. Uh they're think uh this article I'm looking up they're thinking Final Fantasy six, there's going to be something about Final Fantasy 16. Mhm. Uh Spider-Man 2. Oh yeah, cuz the rumor is that's coming out in September or October. Ooh, the Wolverine game maybe. I forgot I forgot they that that was in development. They could be showing a teaser for that too, yeah. Mhm. Uh possibly something from the Last of Us universe. Uh, they've talked about working on the multiplayer whatever it was they were doing but that was as much as I've heard uh, something about Death Stranding 2 and Tekken 8 could possibly be there oh good point yeah Tekken 8 and Death Stranding because they've only done one teaser for that Mm. yeah and then possibly take the opportunity to talk about um, the next uh, Final Fantasy 7 installment I don't what... think they're going to do that. And the only reason why I think that is that they've started getting their own like mini showcases. Where it's like the developers of all the different Final Fantasy IPs that they're working on at once get like yeah. a half an hour to talk about each thing that they're working on with like the main focus of it being Final Fantasy 7 episode or when they did the uh not was it no not Advent Children. The um Avid Children was the movie, and that was a long freaking time. Yeah, <laughs> that's the first name that came to mind, but that's not it. It was the game that we, the prequel game that we talked about. Crisis Core. Yes, that. So that was like one of the main focuses of uh, one of the other ones. Yeah. So I'm assuming that if they do a Final Fantasy thing, that's going to get its own like mini showcase. But right. I could be wrong because that's how it started was Sony showing it off on theirs. I'm I'm probably going to lean more towards them if they're going to talk about any of the Final Fantasy games right now. They're probably going to lean heavier on 16 just because it's supposed to launch uh in June, like you said. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Then after the launch they'll probably talk about it more. So. <laughs> I was going to make a very gender general generic statement say mm-hmm. they're going to announce a VR game. <laughs> Oh dear God, no! They have the PSVR. They gotta fill it. I know they have the PSVR, but the last, the last, uh, the last any type of Final Fantasy Kingdom Hearts style VR game oh, I'm was just the one about VR in general. I don't mean Kingdom Hearts. Oh, I was gonna I, no, I was gonna say <laughs> if they come out with anything along those lines, please don't. You already put a bad taste in my mouth when you tried to do Kingdom Hearts VR, and I'm like, no. I know how well that would work. I, I don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> you don't like it that much? It, it bothered me. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, would like to, I would like to see Destiny VR, though. That would be cool. 
Yeah. It'd be kind of hard to pull off with the game as it is right now. Mm. That'd make you sick. <laughs> uh, funny, you, well, not funny that you mentioned VR, but there was a couple different articles talking about how some players got a survey from Bungie to fill out, and one of the questions was, would you like to see um, like single-player games from the Destiny universe or something else? And then talking about like shows and anime and stuff like that, too. So mm-hmm. they might be putting out some feelers for different mediums for Destiny or possible um, spinoffs. That would be cool. I think it'd be cool to see see the a Destiny, th- uh, Destiny itself has a lot to pull from, and you can yeah. basically make a story about anything during any of those periods. So it could work. Yeah. Hell, they could re they could retell. Seeing as D one's already done, they could uh, they could retell the sto- the whole storyline of D one. They could. And each and each season could be uh, a new DLC. They could make prequel animes about all the different races before they came yeah. to the Soul System. Like how they got to where they were when we started playing the game. That would be cool. Yeah, true. We never did talk about the dungeon. We'll save that for later. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought of it. Yes, I'm very excited for tomorrow. Yes. Well, let's talk about it. Why not? It's, uh, oh, here, I'll, I'll link it into what we were talking about. Uh, Bungie just put out a tease for tomorrow too in the Eververse store. You can get PlayStation collaboration outfits or ornaments for your armor. Okay. It's not just PlayStation exclusive. Xbox can get this as well, but the Titans get God of War style armor. Like it looks like, um, what's his mm-hmm. face? Kratos. Yeah. <laughs> think of his name. Uh, Warlocks get, I don't know his name from Ghost of Tsushima, the main character. Okay. You get like samurai robes and a katana that hangs on you too, which that armor looked pretty cool for warlocks and hunters get Aloy. That's the person. I only know Kratos. Okay. <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn's character. Okay. Uh, but what's cool is on the hunter armor, it's they get, they give you a quiver and arrows. Not like you use them, but it's just cool to see it hanging on the armor. Yeah, that would be. So since we're talking about that tomorrow, while that drops also season of the deep starts tomorrow. And then on Friday, because of that, the new dungeon in Destiny is coming due. We are going to be busy this week. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a good, it's a good thing I'm getting my my second quarter zone shot on Thursday. <laughs> so what happened with your wrist? It just did it lock up because of holding the controller? I uh, no, I have carpal tunnel. Oh. I have yeah, I have really bad carpal tunnel. I've actually had it since I was a kid. Um. It just got pr- progressively re- worse, and recently it's gotten so bad that every time I play, um, my hand it, it flares up big time. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I can play through it. Other times, like at one point when we were playing the dungeon yesterday, like uh, when I was basically swearing when my hand was hurting, um, that uh, the flare up was that bad that I had to put down the controller. It. Um, to the point I had to, I went to the doctors today, mind you, it wasn't because of yesterday, but, um, the flare-ups have been so bad that, um, the nerve doctor referred me to orthopedics to give me, uh, to give me a cortisone shot. I was supposed mm-hmm. to get it in both wrists, but because I drove myself to the, to the doctor's uh, office, yeah, they didn't, 
yeah, they didn't they didn't realize, hey, he we he shouldn't be driving himself. <laughs> Nobody mentioned that. She's like, yeah. because you drove yourself here, we legally can't give it to you on both wrists. I'll give it to you on one, and then we'll schedule later for the other one. I'm like, okay. I have a doctor's appointment on Thursday anyways. <laughs> so I, if you can do it for then, that's fine. Okay. I'm sorry. I did not know. We could have paused at any point to take a break. <laughs> I'm a glutton for punishment, okay? I'm not going to stop in the middle of that. That that. That dungeon pissed me off. <laughs> the I'm like I said, I'm gonna take partial blame on that because I used my warlock instead of my hunter, so I was a little more squishy and I'm more familiar with playing as a hunter. But yeah, no, don't don't worry don't worry about me. Trust me, if I, if it was that bad I would tell you. Um it's just the the car it's just been bad to begin with. It flares up more when I'm playing Destiny. Mm-hmm. But it do- it's not the only time it flares up. I could be at work. I could be at work, and it'll flare up. It could be my flare ups aren't always just in my hands. Sometimes I'll get like a pinch right above my elbow, and it'll shoot tingling up my shoulder and down into my hands. So uh, short uh, short of getting surgery, which I don't want. Yeah, um, I can't imagine. Yeah. Uh, so they suggested doing the cortisone shot. Because, one, I'm a big, big guy to begin with. I'm sure if I lost weight, it would help. But where I've had it since I was younger, too, it, it's a good chance it's not going to go away type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping the cor- the cortisone shots help. Because the way the doctor explained, it's depend- it depends on the person. It could, it, could work, it could work and cure it completely, and you'll never feel, and you don't, you won't have a problem for the, uh, you won't have a problem ever again. Could be good for six months, and then you have to get another injection, or it could just not do anything. Mm-hmm. That that is a possibility. But it was weird. Like my <laughs> hand felt weird for the for, for a couple hours after getting the injection. Mm-hmm. Uh, between the numbing agent and the injection, I couldn't. The the normal tingling feeling I would get from uh, from the carpal tunnel, not the not the pain, but the tingling, was there, and it was that way for a couple hours. So I'm like, so you gave me a shot that gives me the stuff that I don't want, <laughs> but after that, it's I haven't really noticed anything. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, fingers crossed. Maybe maybe when we're uh, we're playing tomorrow. I, I could probably do a side by side comparison. True. Be kind of weird hope having it doesn't make it worse. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll just have to see. Do you feel like you'll be ready for Friday? I should, because from what they're saying, uh, from what she was saying, is um, uh, for the it'll be sore for like the for uh, for like the first day, but that's just because of the ejection itself. But mm-hmm. I should uh, I should be back to normal by like the afternoon or whatnot. So. Okay. Cool. Since we're on the topic of the deep and how we're going to the oceans of Titan, Power Wash Simulator's getting a cool DLC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, King Neptune's treasure. <laughs> all of us here, no joke, are excited. We are all legitimately thrilled. <laughs> Amelia likes watching us play Power Wash. We like playing the damn game. 
They're getting SpongeBob DLC. <laughs> They've already showed that you get to clean Patrick's rock and Squidward's. What is it? Moa head and uh, yeah. What is the it? pineapple. Dogs, pineapple. And they also teased. They haven't showed anything from it, but they teased an image of Rock Bottom as well from SpongeBob. Okay. Do you remember what that one was? Yeah, that was the. Um, that's the Midnight Zone one, right? Yeah, where all the fish talk like afterward. Yeah. yeah. That's but gonna this be fun. Is, this is part of this is the first part of their roadmap that they uh, teased out earlier in the year. The game is also getting story updates, I guess, mm-hmm. for free, and they're getting a physical copy of the game, Ooh. which is pretty cool, especially for collectors. Let's see. Well, we can talk about something else that's not sabotaged. What's that? Tim Schafer. Oh, being acknowledged. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was cool when it came out too. Like it was making its rounds on social media. I'm like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> And he did it himself. <laughs> he did it by not doing it. <laughs> now, I'm not going to take it from you. You go ahead and share it. Well, uh, yeah, basically um, what we're talking about is Tim uh, Tim Schafer. Uh, he's the head of Double Fine and creator of Psychonauts. Uh, was credited on Star Wars Pod Racer as never actually tried to sabotage the project. <laughs> um, if you want to get the backstory. But he just used to work at Lucasfilm and or Lucasfilm or LucasArt, and his team, when they were making, like, Secret of Monkey Island and stuff, was working next to the, the Star Wars team, basically, for, like, the games. Mm. And he, he asked them, so what's my title going to be, like, when the game completed? And he's like, the dude who was heading the Star Wars Pod Racer game was like, title? You didn't do anything. And Tim Shaper was like, and isn't that the best thing to do or whatever? Like, I don't remember word for word offhand but he basically said yeah and i didn't ruin anything so because he said because he gave that quote to the person who created the pod racer game they put him in the credits as never actually tried to sabotage the project it's just basically (laughs) two directors or game developers that were like making jokes with each other and it made it into the game and we don't get that kind of shit these days pretty much it's a cool little easter egg Mm mm-hmm Oh, my God. What do you think about Dead by Daylight getting Nicolas Cage as a survivor? Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, they have themed characters and stuff for different DLC packs and stuff, but this one just seems really random. But it seems like something up that Cage's alley, though. I, I guess so, too. I mean, he was just in Renfield as Dracula himself, so... <laughs> I'm just wondering who who went to who about this. Like I could pick, I could totally picture Nick Cage going to the project I, I and be like, "I bet you that they asked him, and he was like, yeah, sure, I don't give a shit.' Because he's he's into doing stupid shit like that. And not to mention, he's gone on record in like interviews I've watched, and he's like, "I I don't ham it up, I don't do anything like that. If this is the role that I'm in, I commit to it 100, percent and I am that character." Yeah. So the fact that a game developer I was who approached him and he was like, "Yeah, that sounds like fun. I'll be me." <laughs> well, he did. Didn't he do a movie about playing uh, him yes, playing did. him playing him? Yes, it was like a long ass title too. Oh Jesus! It was like the unbearable weight of massive talent or something like that. <laughs> I've yet to watch it, but that the, the premise looked freaking hilarious. Yeah, 
I, I can't do meta movies like that. <laughs> I'd watch it just for its stupidity. Mm-hmm. Just, I, I just hope it's not to like Napoleon Dynamite level of stupidity because I'll, <laughs> I'll stop. I actually like that movie kind of. It's dumb, but in a good way. That makes one of us. I refuse okay. to watch it. <laughs> That's fine. More for me. Well, speaking of things you don't like, I don't think you like Stray, but it's been rated for Xbox now. It's a damn cat! <laughs> but it's a cat in a sci-fi setting. You talked on robots. So what? There are cats in uh, there are cats in Destiny, but they don't make they don't uh, they're not all that important. Yeah, but you get to play as the cat. I don't really give a shit about the game. I'm just saying. You just like giving me shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you don't. Okay, you are in the camp of a lot of other people too, where it's like it's just a game and you're a cat. Ooh. Listen, I have nothing against playing as a cat. The premise seems stupid to me. That's fair. Like, I, give me whatever. give me a cat version of Nintendogs, and I'll play it. They did have that. It was oh, Nintendo yeah. Cats. That. <laughs> like, give me that back. <laughs> oh, why didn't they bring that out? That would be perfect for the Switch. Yeah, it would. Nintendo Pets or whatever. That'd be perfect. I'm surprised they didn't trademark. That's ours. You can't take it. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking. Uh, oh my god, the Xbox Connect. I was gonna say, why didn't they bring that and bring that for the Wii? But there's no, there's no camera. It's a, it's just a uh, sensor, a sensor bar. Right. Boo. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's coming to Xbox at some point. You can have it. Uh, okay. I don't want it. <laughs> I'm going to go download Planet of Lana. That's an indie game that just came out to Game Pass today. Okay. I have no it's, idea. It's is. getting good reviews. It was part of um, the Steam, Steam Spring Fest or whatever, where like all the indie devs were like, come try my demo. That was one of them. Mm. So, heard good things. Going to try it out. Let us know how it is. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Well, talking about games coming out that I've never heard of. Smurf, Smurf Kart Racing? You know the Smurfs. Oh, I know the Smurfs. I didn't know they were coming out with a freaking game, let alone I, releasing I in August. I did not know that either. This one just came out of nowhere. It's by Pretty. Microid. And they were just like, they put it out Put it out today. It was like, yeah, game's coming out in Octo- uh, August. I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know. It looks cool. I I'm wondering how they've made it also or like how long it's been in development because it's coming out to the previous generation and the current generation. I have no idea. What wait, you... what? It's going to come out to Xbox One X, Xbox Series X, Series S and PS4 and PS5. Okay. Well, that okay. That sounds about when you were saying the pre the previous gen. I'm like, yeah, why you're would they be the releasing for PS3? In. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, that's relative. That one ma- that makes sense though, because it's just recently that the PS5 has become more available. So it being available for PS4 and PS5 is it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I don't but know even then, it's from. way out of left field. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Glad we're in agreement on that. <laughs> I can I can picture leg the Lego Kart game. I'm not it's hearing seeing, good things seeing. about 2K Drive. Ooh. I'm hearing it's very much a let's get kids to spend money on this game so they can get the things that they want. No! God damn it, you bastards! You even ruined Lego. Supposed to be a fun racing game, though, but they uh, they start introducing things that really slow you down on playing. And microtransactions. So, I wanted to check it out, but after that, uh-uh. Because there was a, uh, what was it? It was a, um, I think it was Forza? It's like Forza Hot Wheels. Uh-huh. I forget the exact name of that one, but I was starting to download it because I thought the idea of, like, run, racing the tracks that are made using Hot Wheels and seeing how the Forza engine works with cars, basically, or toys, mm-hmm. worked just for fun. Yeah. And I scrolled down and was looking at what people said about the game, and it was all, like, one stars and stuff like that, saying this is just a microtransaction game that just wants you to buy to be able to access everything. So I was like, well, fuck. Not trying that. Nope. Not a chance. Sorry. Yep, so that instantly killed it for that game, and now... If, if that's the same case with 2K Drive when it comes out, I'm not going to bother. Like, now that... Now uh, now that I've gotten used to the idea of buying the season passes through uh, through Destiny, I can... I can see buying a season pass for for games, but that's it. Yeah, but that, that... can... You, what games outside of, like, live service games can you really apply that model to? Because if you're doing that, then you're basically just doing like DLC uh, story packs, or like boost or expansion packs, like um, back on the computer. Well, no, yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. Instead of like, we're, we'd be call, we're calling I'm um, calling it a season, but like pay pay like a, a season DLC fee where you get. Yeah, but that's that's like the idea of um, like TV series how they have different seasons as it continues. Live yeah. service games continue to change and evolve over time, which is why they break them up into so-called seasons. Yeah. Can't really do that with a regular game. It's just DLC, <laughs> which is why they name them. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. say that like they don't name seasons. <laughs> DLCs have specific names. True. Yeah. I just don't like microtransactions. As I talk, say that play, uh, when I play regularly a game that's microtransactions. But. Yeah, Destiny has quite a few. I don't mind them so long as they don't push them hard and they don't put them front and center and in your face. Right. It also, it, think of it this way. You like something that you see the devs of a game that you are playing have made. You buy that, it goes to supporting them so that way they're able to make more stuff. Right, and it's not like... I, I'm very selective on that shit, though. I don't just be like, ooh, they're making something, I'll buy something. Right, and, and it's not like... Um, like, in the case of Destiny, it's not like we're not getting anything for the seasons. They're actually releasing stuff with the seasons as well. Um, and we get stories and stuff stuff of that nature that are specific 
to us paying paying that price instead of us playing like a gotcha uh, playing like gotcha games type of situation. Yeah. That's that, predatory. Right. No, I, I'm good. The yeah, way I don't he, like that shit. Not to mention like some of the stuff where like in the Eversource store, they make it available eventually. You can either buy it with silver or eventually buy it'll be showcased under the Bright Dust section. Mm-hmm. Buy it as they bright, pop up. Did I, blah, blah, blah. You earn Bright Dust just by playing the game. Like doing the Vanguard stuff and I think some Crucible things too. I didn't know you got Bright Dust from Vanguard and Crucible. Um, I think yeah, all mine I had got. quests that you can pick up and then when you complete them you get Bright Dust for it. Oh, okay. Because the ones, the, the, well, the Bright Dust I've collected so far has just been from the Season of Defiance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get a decent chunk from that stuff too. Oh, yeah. I think, uh,. Granted, I've spent some of it, but I think I've gotten over 11,000 at this point. Oh, that's a good chunk. Yeah, and that's just from what was available in the season, so they, they make it worth it. Mm-hmm. And in comparison, if you get if you guys don't play or whatnot, if you buy like an armor an armor piece ornament for a legendary armor, it's like what seven eight hundred bright dust, if that. Um. I'm, uh, no, exotics are usually like 3,250 bright dust, and legendary ornaments, like, those are usually part of whatever pack they're showcasing at the time, and I think those are like 1,250. I don't remember paying that much for my for my helmet ornament, though. It really depends, too. If it was an older one, it's probably going to be like 800. Right. But it's usually not inexpensive. But the point is, you can earn that in-game currency to spend on the paid stuff. Right. an avenue to do that without spending money. Exactly. If you want to go that route, go for it. If you want to wait, wait. We got there. Wait. Yeah. (laughs) Roundabout way, but we managed to get there. (laughs) That type of stuff. (laughs) Here, I'm going to change subjects. You ready? You know who's not going to make it there? Who? The Sony and or the micro, fuck that fucked that up. Microsoft <laughs> Activision Blizzard acquisition. <laughs> Damn it! The CME is standing by their decision. But I thought I, I thought uh, I thought Microsoft still got the okay to to go forward with so uh, stipulations. They did get the okay with, from a lot of different organizations and groups, but it seems like the CMA is. The one of the only outliers. Mm-hmm. So there have been some like economists that are speculating that Microsoft's just not going to do whatever business they've been doing similarly in the UK now. It would be its own separate thing, whereas everybody else would get similar treatment. And UK is just the outlier because they don't approve. So whatever business they have to do with it would be separate. I forget how it's, it's specifically worded. But I believe even if they stand by their decision not to approve it, it can still go through and Microsoft would separate them from whatever business they're doing now and have to do it differently. No shit. Okay. No. How the fuck would don't you know what's about going that? to happen though? I don't know. I don't even know if they're actually allowed to be acquired at this point because they didn't get a unanimous decision, but I don't know. But it, the CMA's issue for it is still the whole cloud gaming thing. Hmm. 
you know my opinion on it. And I think what I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to read through the whole list because it's it's a lot, but it's in all the articles that people are writing. So if, if take a look, but yeah. basically any of the CMA's issues that they took with the whole acquisition, Microsoft laid out a plan to address those and more so and develop um, develop the infrastructure in certain countries to make cloud gaming more acceptable and uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? More readily available and easy to use for people in different countries. So why would the CMA still say no? A lot of people think that there might be something more to it, that they're mm-hmm. like pissed off about something. Don't know. Seems kind of weird if so. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm sure we'll find out shortly. Cause I don't have a horse in the race. I'm not going to support big business, but I'm still wondering, like, what the hell, man? Just let them do their business. The only big know. business I'm supporting right now is Disney telling DeSantis to fuck up. <laughs> that's a that's a cause I can get behind. <laughs> don't fuck with the mouse. Even every Floridian knows that. Yeah. Well, apparently not him. Apparently not. And he's only doing more harm to Florida. Oh, Jesus. Oh, well. Uh, I don't know what I was going to say. There's no mouse in this game. But uh, But there is a gorilla. Yes, there is. I don't know what that has to do with it, but sure. There's also a hamster that rolls around in a giant death ball, so. Close enough. (laughs) I'll take it. It's still a rodent. There you go. We got there. Yeah. Anyway, there's a ha- there's a hamster in Bolt, which is a Disney movie. There is. What does that have to do with it, though? We're talking about a mouse. Yeah, and you're talking about a giant hamster in a death ball. I thought we were doing animals in Overwatch. I know. Okay, I'm I lost. Ma- <laughs> I'm making the Disney the Disney and Overwatch connection. <sighs> okay. <laughs> okay. You would. okay overwatch yeah people are mad because they're not doing what they said that they were going to do when they first made the ticket overwatch 2 and they like talked about it and rightfully so yeah I, i don't even play overwatch 2 i played a bit of overwatch 1 and then i got bored and stopped but mm. when yeah i don't blame them for being mad at all Especially if like they bought into it, were ready for it, and that's all they were looking forward to playing. And it was bad, you know. You know when the top the top comment on the video is has seven thousand upvotes. <laughs> Actually, let me let me see if I can read the exact comment. Uh... Nope. While while you were pulling that up, basically Overwatch 2's PVE story mode and game modes are being scrapped. Because it's just too hard for the devs, apparently. After so fucking long of them working on it, they just couldn't get it together and get that stuff out the door. So instead, they're doing a seasonal model with stuff, which is going to include like story modes and events still mm-hmm. for like some of the P, some of the Overwatch Two stuff, uh, and like some other co-op features and whatnot, and even like the hero mastery missions. But they're doing away with the um... oh god, what's it called when like your skill tree. Like, each character was supposed to get its own individual skill tree and story mode mm-hmm. and other kinds of things like that. That's all PvE-focused. And they're doing away with all that. 
in favor of something smaller and leaner that they can actually get out easier. So, but rightfully so, this is that all that stuff is what they talked about Overwatch Two being when they were developing it to begin with, and yeah. now here we are, years after the actual release, and they shut down Overwatch One that they are saying no to all that stuff. So, understandably mad. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Find the comment. Yeah, and surprisingly, it was very simple. Seven point three thousand upvotes. It's great to see everyone unanimously agreeing that decision is horrible. <laughs> Damn. Pretty succinct. Yep. <laughs> I have not seen... I, and just scrolling through, I have not seen one good one good comment about it, so... Yeah. Justified. Mm-hmm. It's been a long-ass time that this game was being made, and, and then it came out and still not getting what was told i'm not gonna say promise because it's not like they have to deliver on that shit but if they say that this is what the game is going to be and then turn around put it out it's not and then say yeah we're not doing it anymore because it's hard yeah then uh, i don't know i don't know imagine we tried to do that we'd be out of a job yeah (laughs) uh Boo. It stinks. But then again, there's been a lot of shit going on at Activision Blizzard too, so I don't know if they even have the manpower anymore. Although they're getting ready for Diablo 4 because that's coming out soon. I don't know how to feel about it. That's fair. I like Diablo, but right now I don't like Blizzard. Heard a lot of good things about Diablo 4. If that does anything for you. It does. That's why I'm torn. Do you need a hug? You look like you're going to cry. <laughs> you a little okay? bit. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Ooh. Oh, actually, another thing that... Um, back Ooh. to what we were talking about earlier about the PlayStation Showcase. Mm-hmm. Apparently... Uh, mind you, this is rumors. Uh, Metal, Gear, uh, Metal Gear Solid Remake. Um... Uh, might be announced during the the showcase, even though it's not. Uh, it most likely won't be an ex- a PlayStation exclusive this time around. Why wouldn't it be? I know Konami owns it, but like, why wouldn't it be uh, Sony specifically? I don't think that it would be either, because you know, eventually some of the other Metal Gear Solid games come out to the other consoles. Hell, Metal Gear. Metal. I'm doing it now too, just like you. Metal Gear Solid, <laughs> the first one came out to the GameCube after, you know, being out on the PS1. Right. And what they're on their way to Xbox. What the what they're assuming is probably going to be happening is the um they're going to pro- most likely have like time exclusive stuff that's going to be just for PlayStation for a little bit and then eventually everybody else is going to get it. But okay. So basically they got to Konami first. Yeah. All right. Well, that'd be cool. A lot of people like Snake Eater. I did not. <laughs> I liked the first one still. The second one with Raiden was pretty cool, but mm. I'm still a big fan of the first one. But I guess three is loved, so that's cool. Hopefully it works. Fingers crossed. Hopefully. I wonder if it's <laughs> Konami doing it or if they outsourced it to a different company. Uh... And uh, it's according to VGC, 
uh, is in development being made by Virtuous. Uh, they developed the the updated version of Outer Worlds. Really? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So that's gonna be fun to watch. If it comes out, that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. If you first heard it here, yay! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, where am I gonna go with this? I don't know. I'll just I'll just say it. I couldn't think of anything to lead us into the last thing. <laughs> I know we got showcases to look forward to starting on Wednesday, but we also have some some coming out in June. And who else confirmed that they're making one in June? Uh, Damn it! <laughs> I don't know. You weren't ready. I was not. I was Devolver not ready. Digital. Yay! Devolver came out and said, yeah, of course we're going to do one in June. We'll tell you when later. <laughs> I could tell you what, when, how, but yeah, we're doing it. I know a game that's already going to be on the showcase. Just because what, it's not out yet. And what game would that be? Gunbrella. They're going to show the game off and probably do like a story teaser for it and then give a release date for it. Because that game is due out this year sometime. Okay, yep, no, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Wonder I don't think Angerfoot came out either. Maybe they'll give a release date for that. Angerfoot. <laughs> Do you remember that, was, that one? Yes, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want another goat simulator trailer? Yes, please. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get one, but... I would love to see one. I know it's very random as shit, but Marvel Marvel versus DC version of Goat Simulator. They just have a lineup of goats dressed up as, as the superheroes, and they just go... Dude, if the developer of that game could get the license to at least use the costumes for that, that would yeah. be funny. Or at least change them enough that they could use it without needing to... <laughs> And just, just allude make, to it. Just make generic superhero costumes. Yeah. Make them, make them the same color, but very generic. Mm-hmm. You put a giant G on the chest. <laughs> that works. <laughs> that makes too much sense. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. But, yeah. God damn it. So, so, that, so that's the news for this week. <laughs> you sound like a news anchor. <laughs> Just not Tucker Carlson. That guy is fired. <laughs> He's gone. Fuck him. Like you If we go getting political again, stop it. Oh no, that's not political. You cost your you cost your job almost a billion dollars. If you think they were going to keep your ass at that point, you're out of your damn mind. <laughs> I mean, stranger <laughs> things have happened, but yes. Okay. Okay. Let's go to bed. <laughs> Night, guys. You know where you can find us, I guess. You're listening to yeah. us right now. You know where we are. Yeah. And then we're on Instagram and Facebook. Just look up our name. And slide into our DMs. No, oh, yeah. We're not doing that. <laughs> <I got> that. 
I'm tired. I'm sorry. Leave a comment. Like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend, share the podcast. Tell them to listen to us. Yes, we would appreciate it. And that's the only begging I'm going to do for the night. Okay, bye. Yes, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Bye, guys. <laughs>